Welcome to the Stories We Don't Tell. I'm Stephen. I'm Joey. And I'm Paul. And this is a podcast about storytelling. Hi, this is just a quick message from Paul. Due to, well, you know what, we'll be recording remotely and posting new episodes with more frequency. On each episode, you'll hear a story from one of us or from a special storytelling guest, followed by a quick discussion. We'd like to hear from you. Visit our website, storieswedonttell.org, to get in touch. On with the story. I was really glad the holidays were over. For some reason, I found the holiday season this past year difficult. The dread of having to do it all by myself was not just something I was looking forward to this time around. I'm generally fine on my own, in many cases, prefer it. But as of late, I've been thinking a lot about how I would really like to be in a relationship of some kind. I'm pretty sure the having kids ship has sailed, and I doubt marriage is in the cards for me. I'm okay with both of these things. I'm talking about just another person. I have a great family and amazing friends, but they can't be there all the time. They have to go home eventually. I attempted to be proactive when the holidays came, and right after Christmas booked a solo trip to San Francisco. And it was fine. I was just glad the whole thing was over. What I'm coming around to is that there are some people out there that just don't end up finding someone. We might spend our entire life looking for them, and still it could elude us. I think I was just tired. Tired of having to do everything myself. I'm not talking about just sharing a home with someone, or to just have someone to do things with. I mean someone to go through things with. Life things. Someone that is there with you at the very best and worst times. That understands the intimate nature behind who you are as a person. Someone that knows you the best, next to yourself. After the holidays, I welcomed getting back to my regular routine. But then something happened in that I was feeling better than I had in a very long time. My work life was going great in that I was getting contracts and positions that felt more in line with my value and experience. I had lots of creative projects on the go. I was feeling something that I hadn't in a very long time. This thing called confidence? I think that's what it's called? You have to understand that this is something that is a bit of a foreign feeling, this notion of having confidence. And I started thinking about that idea of some people not finding someone. I started thinking that perhaps I was wrong, about my situation anyways. Maybe I just needed to try a little harder. Not force things, but just put my newfound confidence out there. I decided to start fresh and opened up a brand new online dating account on OkCupid. I worked really hard on my profile and chose to profile photographs carefully. I have not generally done well with these online dating sites. I'm not the most photogenic person and people often comment on my pics with, do you ever smile? I was actually excited about the possibilities of what could happen. Oh, did I forget to add that I went back to online dating on March 10th? 
So at the time when I was trying to broaden my horizons and wanting to go out there and meet new people, the entire world was starting to practice social distancing. Perhaps I was initially right. Maybe some people are not destined to ever find their true love. Because, please, I don't know of a bigger sign that I will probably be single for the rest of time than, oh, so you want to start dating again? Bang. Worldwide pandemic. <laughs> well, welcome to the Stories I Don't Tell podcast, everybody. We just heard a story from, who was that? Uh, who told that story? Uh, I'm the guest on this episode. My name is Paul. Oh, welcome, Paul. Uh, Hello, Paul. Me. Thank you for having me, guys. It's great to be on the show. Yeah, so this is Stefan. with my two co-hosts. Uh, uh, John? Joey. Excellent. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Paul. It's really appreciated. It's my pleasure. Yeah. So... So I'm I'm curious, you know, you clearly you're you've like the story is is, is considering isolation in a, in a couple different facets. Hmm. Uh, do you find yourself having more time to think about isolation now that you are, you know, constantly isolated? Yeah, well, actually, I I think that uh, this is something that I've been training for for. Uh, quite a long time, and I'm pretty prepared for it. Uh, I've done, I've gone through my my share of isolation in terms of just like, um, you know, I used to work for myself, so I was home working a lot, and um, I'm pretty, like the thing that is, like I'm pretty good at managing myself and my own time, so I don't, it's just like, like to me, I'm just like, all right, well, I just, I I got stuff to do. So I just kind of set up a routine and then just kind of do it. Oh, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to like attach onto that idea of routine. Do you find you have a routine with this, Paul? Um, and is it different than, than normal? Well, you know, the something that we've talked about before is just how quickly we've all had to change and adapt to something totally different. And, it's it's eerily familiar how i've got i've i've like gotten back into a routine because i went from uh working going into an office every day and then like not having to do that and it's just like oh i've got all this time but um yeah to me it's like i've just kind of slipped back into just old old habits that I had that are like good because they're like you know they're I'm, I'm able to just kind of build a routine around them one question I got about um the story I'm kind of curious is like how much but how much distance between you and the kind of persona voice in the story because uh especially reading some of the other stuff about the frustrations with dating and relationships there's definitely like a strong comedic voice there I think um, like it, it's very dry humor and like, is that, is that something, is that a way for you to look at the situation and, and sort of say like, Oh, this is kind of interesting to look at, or do you find it more like just pouring your heart out? Like how much does it go through the, you know, the style factory? Um, so 
I, I pretty much, if I, the thing is, is it, <laughs> if I just wrote about my dating and relationship life straight up, it'd just be sad. <laughs> it would just be sad. Nobody would want to read anything about this. And I, so I just like, it's, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, this is hilarious. This has got to be hilarious now, or I've got to make this funny, or I've got to be able to laugh at it. And I just want to be able to laugh at it with other people. Um, because uh, otherwise, I think it would just be, it would just be pretty sad. Uh, all right. Well, uh, well, with that uh, uplifting note, the lightning round. Joey? That's good. That's staying in for sure. Wah, wah, wah. So, uh, how are you holding up? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm doing surprisingly well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Cause like I, you know, like we were t- just talking about, I'm pretty used to being on my own and that's what, you know, my space and what I, where I'm living, I live by myself. I really like my place and where I live and I'm very lucky and fortunate with it. I'm fine by myself and I, uh, you know, just doing a lot of, uh, a lot of calls and a lot of video calls and still trying to talk to people though. So what's something you can recommend? What have you been reading or listening to or watching that's, you know, helping you cope? Okay. So I, I got late to the whole party on this and I, I, I watched uh, Breaking Bad all the way through a few months ago. They said, oh, you should watch Better Call Saul. And I kept uh, saying, nah, I don't want to watch that. And they're like, no, it's mostly about the character Mike. And I was like, on Team Mike, 100%. And I binged the whole Better Call Saul thing in like probably too fast. So uh, that's what I just finished watching. It's not the most uplifting thing in the world, but uh, it's, it's, it's very entertaining. What are you looking forward to when all this is uh, done? You know, I, I want to go and just be around people and see my friends and all of that. But like one thing I really miss is I, my favorite part of the city is just walking down Queen Street. And I love Queen Street because it's like there's a bunch of weirdos all over there and there's all, you see all kinds of people. And I'm like worried about a lot of the stores and, or in the shops along there. And I just, I walk that road home every day and I just because like I don't you know just being out in the in the city and stuff like that so that's what I'm going to do is go up and walk down Queen Street. I want something to miss. Food oh my god. (laughs) Holy shit. Food like I'm fine I've got like going you know I've had no problem at grocery stores I've got I'm pretty like nicely you know I make food and all this but for fuck's sakes just being able to go to, I so miss, there's like restaurants that I miss. Do you find though that like, I sometimes feel like I'm out from under oppressive cravings? Like they've just gone? Like I used to drive around McDonald's just to, like, to prevent myself from going. I, and now I just feel like, oh, well you can't do it. They don't bug me anymore. I, I was walk, cause I go out for a walk and I'm very, I, I'm very far away from people, don't worry. But I was walking, 
through, I live near Liberty Village. I'm walking through Liberty Village. <clears throat> and this woman walked by me. She was, she had a giant thing of poutine and I just saw it and I like, it went through my body. I was just like, I felt, oh my God. Paul, stop it. This is like almost pornography at this point. Like (laughs) I, before lunch today, I had a meltdown. Like I was like, it's been almost two fucking weeks and I haven't had any food made by someone else. Yeah, I know. And the funny thing is, is it's like, that doesn't actually seem like a long time when I say it out loud, but in daily life, as I think we live it, it's epically long. Yeah. John, I think you're actually, you nailed something. Cause like, I actually don't, like in my normal daily life, I, I will very much crave something else. Like, like I'll be eating something that I made and I'm like, ah, no, I would just rather eat this other thing. And that hasn't happened. Like I sit down to every meal and I'm like completely satisfied. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's a weird, yeah. So I, cause I miss the, like you said, food made by somebody else, but like food that I just can't make. Like yeah. I love Chinese food and I love sushi and I love Indian food and like Thai food. I, I can't, I can't, I'm not even going to try. So I just like, I just miss, that's what I miss all of that. Actually, I'm going to walk down Queen street to my favorite Chinese restaurant and I'm going to just order everything on the fucking menu. I, that's I, what I'm going to do when can, I get out. Can I come? I'd, I'd like to, that would yeah, be Yeah, everybody come. <laughs> everybody. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Visit storieswedonttell.org and like our Facebook page for more information about our monthly events. And for more stories, check out our book, available anywhere books are sold. This episode of Stories We Don't Tell podcast is brought to you by The Style Factory. The Style Factory. The thing that we call our brain. <laughs> <laughs> Great.